This is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Aaron Lewis was in the news this week for walking out on a gig because he refused to speak Spanish. I had a similar experience when auditioning to be the voice of the Frankie Palmieri podcast. I had to walk out because I don't speak douchebag. Oh well. And now, here's the Metal Injection Livecast. It's pronounced douchebag. See, he doesn't speak it. He wouldn't know. Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. We're on the other side of 500. It's episode 501. What was that, Frankie? I was a dick. Oh. Oh. He's right here. His name is Sid. Hey. And I'm also here with Noah, 3D, Darren, and myself. I am Rob. And uh, uh, the BT movement is bullshit. <laughs> okay, Frankie. And Frankie, save fine. it for your own he, podcast. Frankie, calm down. You're very shot out of a cannon today. Uh, we have a great show, John Five. We're gonna try to have him on this time. Uh, and uh, going to talk to him in just a few moments. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's cool that he like now he's an adult, so he uses used to use Johnny Five when he played the robot. <laughs> no, 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 that's a different. Oh, different. That's oh, a okay. fictional character. Oh, John okay. Five is a guitarist. My mistake. He plays in Rob Zombie's band. He has a great solo project. I know um, who he is. This is a comedy show. I'm bro. telling that. I'm telling yes, the metal injection. Rob. The yes, metal and. injection live cast listener. Listen, there's just one. Who, I didn't yes, finish. Leroy. I didn't finish. I had to get to it. WFAN sense. The Met fan really likes this move. <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank you. The, the live cast listener who might not be up on the metal, you know, just listens for our charm. For that particular listener, I explained it. John Five will be on the air momentarily. John Fine is coming John on too? Five. Oh, okay. John Hine? What? <laughs> Why you? <laughs> That's an hour two. Oh, man. I thought he was and, dead. Uh, we're definitely going to talk about Aaron Lewis and that whole fiasco just because. That was actually the name of the town where it happened, right? Fiasco, Texas? Yeah, right? No? Yeah. No. Maybe. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. It's probably the name of it. There's, they got Frisco. Yeah. Frisco, Fiasco, yeah. San Fiasco. Yeah. <laughs> so what did, what did that nut job do? Are we talking about this now? Uh, Well... We have this interview in a, in a moment. Oh, but. I thought it was a little later. Okay. We'll ask John right. Five what happened. He'll tell us the story. You'll send him the link. Send him the lamb goat link. Well, really quickly, uh, he was playing in Far, Texas. P-H-A-R-R. Yeah, Aaron Lewis. And that is basically on the border of the U.S. and Mexico. And he was playing this huge venue, thousand-person venue, which I'm shocked. This is a solo performance but I guess he's transitioned into a country artist from being the mm-hmm. frontman of Stained. Not a huge leap. <laughs> really. And uh, so just really quickly, here here's a little audio of him. I guess he wanted... Can you can you put up my audio? To speak oh. Uh. Maybe Plan, get back audio. into your office. All right. Here we go. Five... He keeps asking them to. But I need you to be quieter than you've been all night. Not hard so, to do. We'll this we'll comply. A, this is an acoustic show, and he wanted them to be quiet so that he could play an acoustic song without amplification. Mm-hmm. 
Which is just like, bro, you have a mic there. Yeah, just why? use the fucking mic. Who is this for? And and, they, and people, like, they're out and about. They're having a good time. Well, this probably is, not. This is for uh, his QAnon fans who think that <laughs> amplifiers cause brain <laughs> disruptions. <laughs> Not suck. Is he pause it? Is he like talking with a country accent now? That probably. Like, I'm gonna try something different. Sound well, like. That's because he's a country guy now. I know, but it, it, he's from know. Jacksonville, so. I mean, is he? I know. I don't yeah. remember him talking like that though. I didn't hear anything. I don't hear that much of accent. Yeah, I guess. Quiet. Right. He was born in Vermont. Rob. Really? Oh, so he's like Bush. Born in Connecticut, uh, hey, I, I'm, I'm Redneck. <laughs> and he went to high school in Massachusetts. So. I'm only going to wait for so long, and then I'm just going to say goodnight. Good. Bye. Bye. Threatening people. Is this like his show? Or is yeah, he a- he's the headline. <laughs> but it's not stained, right? It's him. No. Him. So now, who cares? The, the crowd actually got quiet. I know. What are you? It's fine. Like this is as quiet as it's gonna get. Does he not know how like a, a group of people work? <laughs> oh, who cares? Can you go back. A, uh, it's fine. Here it comes. Here it comes. I'm sorry. I don't know how to speak Spanish. I'm American. Cringe. I heard the accent there, by the way. So basically, yeah. someone in the oh, crowd apparently no. say, tell them in Spanish, en español. And he, then he said, I'm sorry, I don't speak Spanish. I'm American. He doesn't know Cayete? Come on, everybody. That's not <laughs> difficult. <laughs> he knows, Sid. He just refuses yeah. on principled grounds. This is a staged social media event. <laughs> staged stained. Yeah. But it, like, Transpired. like, you know, it's such Transpired a, upon it's, the stained. How do you say that in Spanish? <laughs> I don't honestly I couldn't tell you it's such a dumb pa, thing pa, to happened say. like why we? couldn't he just say I'm sorry I don't speak Spanish why have the qualifier I am American because he's a fucking racist bigoted na- white nationalist that's why it's not that hard of an answer oh okay he's just leaning into that <laughs> audience he knows that's his where his bread is buttered now mm-hmm. but also it's like if you want the crowd to shut up by saying that that's like cut, that's like insulting the local team you know like <laughs> I'm on the outside of common human decency. <laughs> I'm asking Roland to call in and say transpired upon the stage in Spanish. I'm doing a Google <laughs> Translate. Yeah, no. Someone will will come through, or if we have any fans that speak Spanish, I could do it. You have to say it on a... The transpired is a hard, kind of hard word. Like, it just means occurred, but the thing is he's not saying... The word correctly. So, do you say what he meant? Transpirado and el escenario. Oh, transpirado is a word. I didn't. Yeah, uh, transpirado and el escenario. I wouldn't have known how to say stage either. My Spanish really sucks. I like. I like how both of you pronounce it completely differently. Well, since he pronounced it correctly. How about how I pronounce Russian? Terrible. No, you actually do pretty good. Really? Yeah. Really good. I think I'm just guessing most of the time. It's osmosis. You live in those neighborhoods long <laughs> enough, you just can't help but know how to pronounce those words. Glubnika. Yeah, right. You got it. That's correct. 
There'll be times when I say something and Rob goes, "No, it's like it's like this." That's just him being a dick to fuck with you. No, that's you on your toes. It, him being you with the typos. <laughs> <laughs> that's Fair. my typo. Fair. All right. That's my typos, baby. <laughs> Shall we get our buddy John Five on the line? Sure. Does he know how to say that in Spanish? That's my kid. Juan Cinco. <laughs> let's uh, let's not ask him that. No, I know. On him, John. Rob's uh, Rob's prepping us. Ask him about his titties, baby. <laughs> Hello. Hey, John. Uh, this is Rob with the Metal Injection Livecast. Hey, how you doing? Good man. You are on the air with myself, Sid. Hello, Noah. Hello, and Darren. That would be me. <laughs> Well, hello, all. Hi. Thank you so much for taking some time to uh, hang out with us on the show tonight. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. Yeah. And uh, I do want to mention your your project, John Five and the Creatures. You guys are putting out a new album this summer. And we've been covering it here on Metal Injection. And I really like how you've been putting out a different music video for each song on the album. I think that's a really good... A very unique rollout, and I like that uh, you guys are trying something different with this one. Yeah, it's um, it is challenging um, financially and uh, scheduling because you know it takes so much putting you know energy and, and time, money into videos. But this is how people, you know, view music nowadays. Like if I was going to tell you hey um check out this band you'd probably be like okay cool like let me go on youtube and check it out you know and so i think that it's such a great way to you know check out music is through videos so um i don't know i i just uh that's what i've been doing it seems to be working yeah and uh you're totally right and one thing i always find funny is when you know, some more underground, like death metal bands, put out, you know, obviously they, they have a much smaller budget and they just decide to do a lyric video, which I think is always a huge mistake because it just then exposes how bad the lyrics are for some of these uh, death metal bands. But I love, I love even like the animation, some of the animation is a little lo-fi at times, but then you, so you, cool. you blend in some live action stuff. I think you, you're being very creative with it and, and. It's it's a little eye stimulation while you're stimulating the ears, so I'm I'm totally for it. Yeah, I don't think um, a lyric video coming from me would be very exciting. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, so, maybe maybe you could put it on its head and do like a guitar tab, like an animated guitar tab video with playthrough. Yeah, like I guess those are. You yeah, know, it's it's not a bad idea. <laughs> Just have the notes running on the Not screen. Not a bad idea. You could have that one. <laughs> yes, I, I really like it. I really, really like it. Uh, and, and you are a busy guy because I believe you're you're also working on uh, the new Rob Zombie album right now, right? Yes, brand new Rob Zombie record, and uh, it's all finished, and it's. Uh, oh. It's really wonderful. I mean, I, I, I said it before in interviews, but, you know, I'm a fan of, you know, Zombie before I got in the band. And I'm telling you, it is something very, very special. Um, 
because you know me being a fan it's just everything that i would want in a zombie record and uh so i'm super excited for everyone to hear it and it's going to be uh it's going to be amazing well, you know, you've been in the band for quite a while now, and you've put out a few records with with Rob. Long time. Yeah, I mean, almost twenty years now, right? Like, or well, about fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, and you know, how how do you like like you're saying this this is a special one? Like, where where do you guys find the inspiration? How do you guys get together and write new material? Well, that, that's a that's a fine um, question. Um, what happened was what usually happens is me and Rob will work on music and he'll enjoy and he'll be like, Oh cool. I really like this. Let me write some music to this, uh, some lyrics and melodies to this. Mm -hmm. But what happened was he wrote melodies and lyrics to, um, already. So he already had lyrics and melodies. So I came in and put, music around it and i'm telling you it was the best i mean that's just how i want to make records now because it was amazing because nothing got in the way because i knew where his vocal was going to be and nothing had to change i just had to write around him and it worked perfectly essentially he gave you like a template based on his his melodies and that like giving you that restriction you're saying kind of like opened your mind up to the possibilities exactly. of how to like perfect the song. But does, but doesn't that come over exactly. time? It was. Doesn't that come over time working with him? I mean, you've worked with so many musicians. Um, like how do, what's it like working with, with different artists? Well, it's every time it's different. Like um, I will only write with, certain artists that I'm big fans of like mm -hmm. um, like if it's Skinner or if it's this person or that person I'll know every song so I'll, I kind of know the formula they like to write in and uh, it's kind of like if you have someone over for dinner and you kind of know what they like to eat mm -hmm. you know it's that kind of thing and there you serve them uh, this dish and you know, they're like, oh, I really like this dish. That's perfect, you know? So it's kind of like the same thing with music. You kind of know what keys to write in. You kind of know what kind of vibe to write in. And if they refer to something like, uh, like a Skinner's like, oh, something from nothing fancy or something like that, you know exactly what they're talking about. So um, that's why I like to, that's why I've had such good luck because I've written with these artists that are, um, you know, I'm big fans of, and uh, it's worked out really well for me. Do you just walk around your house with a guitar, just riffing, <laughs> just exercising your riffage, or have you passed that? Stage? I a hundred percent, I a hundred percent do. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I, it's a hundred percent true. I, I do it all the time. I mean, even when, uh, like, if I'm sitting down to dinner, sometimes I'll have it. And, I mean, it's all the time. You are such a phenomenal and like well-respected guitar player, and uh, I mean, like every time, like every guitar player knows your work and is a huge fan. And you've, you've worked with some of these really f uh, phenomenal guys like Steve Vai, and uh, like 
the guitar is such a like such a physical instrument and like you just make it seem like it's so easy to play because you're so good <laughs> oh well thank you very much it is it is um just something i've been doing since i was seven so i just really don't know anything else but thank how do you how do you very nice how do you keep the the passion up because it definitely like in your music i can hear that you're having fun and i could hear as well as all your fans that you're like just having a good time and you just love it like what what keeps you going Well, you know, it's, 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 I, and I want to, you know, keep it fresh for myself and keep it fresh for the listeners. And I do this instrumental thing. It's just for the love of music. It's nothing more. It's just for the love of music. It's, um, and people, I think are grasping, you know, it's so, and um, it's just something I love. I love these, all these styles of music, and I love this, and I love that, and I just record it. Like, my very first record I did just because, you know, I wanted to, and I just pass it out to my friends, and then it, you know, it, it took on a life of itself, and I'm so thankful for that because it really, I just did it just because I love it. And uh, I was just in Anaheim for Nam, and I was at the Dime Bash, and I, I saw you guys did uh, a medley, and I, and I loved it, and and I loved just oh, that's funny, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and I feel like that's kind of like uh, for musicians, it seemed like Nam is such a, a time to just hang out with your buddies and get up and, and do some jamming. And how is that? How it is for you, or is it a little hectic? Um, well, what you saw was not getting up on stage and doing a little jamming. That took so much work. It was, oh my God, did that take a lot of work because all those, what he's talking about is I did this medley of like, you know, I don't know how many, uh, rips of our favorite songs, but it's difficult because they have to go into each other. They have to meld into each other with, uh, certain keys or certain tempos. So um, doing something like that, uh, extreme amount of practice and of, uh, but it's it's rewarding at the end. People really enjoy it. So you, is it kind of like you plan it out first? You kind of edit the song in your head, or, or do you write out the notes? How how do you go about practicing something like that? Because I, I imagine. Oh my god! Just like yeah. Yeah, we would days before I changed it because something else could have worked better, and that's that's how we did it. And actually, um, we're going to do it on tour, so we're, we've even changed a couple things since then. But it's very difficult because it's something like I don't know thirty, thirty something riffs, wow. and you have to know all of those, and they have to meld into each other with tempos and it's it's challenging but it's a lot of fun for the crowd um it's people really really enjoy it and that's what i try to do at the shows i just try to make it exciting for people and i try to keep people entertained and uh it's you know 
I never want to have it. I never want to have anyone bored, you know? So that's why, you know, the show's kind of like an Alice Cooper instrumental Alice Cooper show, you know, it's just monsters coming out and all these different kinds of music and, you know, make it exciting and people really enjoy it. And I think that's why they keep coming back, which I'm so thankful for. That's awesome. And I'm, I'm always wondering, you know, you're such an eclectic guitarist. Uh, what do you listen to, like, in your downtime, like right now? Are, are you listening to any music? Do you, do you listen to rock? Podcasts. Do you listen to classics? Yeah, what, what fills John Five's yeah, ears? <laughs> Let's see. What do I listen to? I listen, I love listening to the radio, and um, but I love the aristocrats. It's this instrumental um, thing, and I love listening to, you know, great musicians. It doesn't have to be guitar. It could be you know, violin or something like that. But then, of course, you know, I love listening to Kiss or Neil Young or the Eagles or Slipknot or anything like that. So just an amalgamation of everything. It's just, uh, I just love listening to music in general, just like just like you guys. Awesome. And I, I also want to mention, like, I love the, the corpse paint that you're doing right now. I think it's really cool and original. You have the, like, the radio wave as your as your design i i'm surprised that no one has thought of that yet oh well thank you thank you yeah it's um we're we're just trying to uh amp things up a little bit and uh getting ready for this big tour and actually the first show of the tour is in um mesa arizona and we have a you know with my shows we, we always have special guests um, throughout the tour and the first show in Arizona, we're going to have a, uh, a very, very special secret mystery, uh, guest come on stage with us and it's going to be awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So you're throughout, the, it's just going to be kind of like, Hey, you're in the area, come down, jam with us. Well, different guests, yes in different no, areas. It's kind of more of like, it's more of a, um, you know, very thought out, <laughs> you know, see if their schedule works and then here's right, right. what we're going to do and here's the plan and all that stuff. Yeah. So, cause I always want to make things really great, you know, for the audience too. Right. I want it to, I never want it to be, you know, like what's going on. This isn't very good. I always want it to be really great. Like, uh, last time we were at the whiskey, we had, uh, Nikki six and Ace Freely and Scott Ian and, <laughs> You know, uh, other guests that we had zombies come on stage and Doyle from the Misfits and everybody. That's you know? awesome. So yeah, just a fun Michael fun Anthony. And, yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's really cool. Awesome. Well, the tour kicks off February 26th, like you said, in Mesa, Arizona. You're hitting New Mexico, bunch of dates in Texas, Oklahoma City, Indianapolis, all over the country. The Iridium in New York. That's pretty cool. Now, that is very cool because the last time I was there, mm -hmm. it was one of the most amazing nights of my life. I was playing, and this was so long ago, I was playing Ozfest with Manson. And, um. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Hold on. Oh, no, man. We might have wait, lost. Wait, did we lose him? Oh, no. Did, did I? Oh, okay. Okay, okay we got you. Oh so my God! We what got, a tease! Uh, sorry, we lost sorry. you at you were playing okay, Ozfest with Manson. I'm driving. I'm, oh, no that's problem. okay. Yeah, so, sorry, I'm driving. I'm, I apologize. Um, 
also we are we're Nick Bocott from Marshall Amp said come down to uh, the this club Les Paul is going to play and Jim Marshall is going to be there too and I was like oh my god I have to go and um, I was watching the show and I had my guitar because I always travel with my guitar and I'm talking to Les Paul and I'm talking to Jim Marshall I'm like this is the greatest night of my life <laughs> and Les Les Paul and I looked crazy I had like no eyebrows a furry <laughs> coat on and, you know I was a, I was a wreck, you know. <laughs> I like smelled like pee. I was a mess. So I'm I'm in this nice club. The club we're going it's to like be a fancy jazz club, the Iridium. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm like all excited, and I'm watching the show, and he's inviting people up from the crowd to play these jazz standards, and I'm like, and but he's he's like cutting on them after which they were amazing he's like keep practicing kid or better luck next time and i'm like oh my god he's really like kind of like a don rickles thing like cut you know tearing them apart but they're amazing Mm -hmm. and then so i'm watching the show and he goes we got a funny looking fella in the crowd tonight and i'm like oh no (laughs) right then i'm like oh no 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 and he goes his name's john five let's invite him out to the stage and I was like, oh, no. And I didn't know any of these songs, you know. I know some of the songs, but I was like, what am I going to do? Highway to Hell, you know. So and he said, what do you want to do, son? And I said, ah, Mr. Les Paul, I'm not sure. I'll just I'll just follow you. And I was so nervous, you know, but but I, this is this has only happened once in my life. Everything just the planets all aligned and I just <laughs> wait, 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 we lost you. Was, wait, wait, wait. The planets was, aligned and you just it, what? And everything just went perfect. Oh, okay. Right. It was perfect. Wow. That's it awesome. Was perfect. And after I played, I walked off, I kissed his foot. And I walked off, and he brought me back, and he said, "Son, I've seen a lot of guitar players, but you impressed me." Wow. And uh, you know, I like tear, I had tears in my eyes, and so uh, I'm, you know, so I'm going to be. Pl- that's the last time I st- I was in that club was um, for that show. So it's going to be a very special night for me. And I think I literally think there's like seven tickets left. So uh, oh, awesome. You know, well, I think uh, you can. Noah and I might hop on that and ch- check you out there. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, five tickets left, ladies. <laughs> so you better hurry up. Uh, but that's a, that's an awesome story. I, th- I think that's a great place to end. And if you want to check out the tour dates, you can go to john five dot com for all the latest tour dates. Album coming out this su- summer. You know, somebody took that. Some somebody took that john five dot com. Like when I first. You know, when it was all the, you know, when everything was happening, I'm yeah. like, oh, God. And so I always try to get it. And they charge like a hundred grand. I'm like, I'll just, I'll just live with the dash. Preaching uh, to the choir. Preaching to the choir. We're metalinjection.net. Same exact thing happened with the dot com. And they emailed me like every two yep. months, like, hey, 
Do do you want it? And it started at eighty five grand. Now it's like wow. up to like one twenty five. Uh, it's like I'll give you thirty dollars. How's it going up? <laughs> if you're not like actually yeah. because, because the value of my website is going up, so the wow. the misspellings for them exactly uh, happens. All right, John, we're gonna let you go. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time. To hang out with us and Great uh, stories. and I apologize. I apologize for the bad connection. I'm oh no, so sorry. no worries at all. Uh, you're a busy guy. Thank you for just carving out we any time for it. us. We appreciate that. Thank you guys very much. Have a great one. All right, that was Jean. Okay, you too. Here we yeah, go. I just want to say, I did the pre-interview with him earlier, and he did tell me who the special guest was for the Mesa show. Oh yeah. So spoiler alert: it's going to be Sheriff Joe Arpaio sitting in on slide guitar. It's going to be great. Fresh off his presidential pardon, he's ready to rock. Oh my God. So I thought you were going to say tickets. it was uh, John Five, Nikki Six, and Seven Dust. Oh no! Touring with you too. I don't think I'll be able to go to the Iridium show because I'll be in New Orleans. No. No, you're But coming. I can go to the one in Teaneck, New Jersey. Oh, Teaneck. It's only 44 minutes away from Isn't here. Isn't that your favorite position, Noah? A little Teaneck action? Followed by Amazon. That's, yeah. that's how I heard Yeah, my we neck. should mention that a few weeks ago on the show, Noah, you yeah. asked what the name of a position is. And every few days in the yeah. chat, someone comes in like, Noah asked. What the name of this position is? I just want everyone to know. Here's an animated GIF. Yeah, (laughs) everyone has their own. I love that. Like, I sent a bunch of people on these like research missions. Thank you. I appreciate it. It is the Amazon position. Pornhub in uh, business. Yeah, seriously. And they just, want you to do like porn video playlists that they can peruse. Oh my god, I would be so good at that. <laughs> like, like you should just register a Pornhub account, and like when you, you're an influencer. Yeah, like when you when you find a video that like like really makes you orgasm, bookmark it. By the way, Noah's over the Amazon position now. She's really into tea necking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I th- I thought she's more the tea neck New Jersey. <laughs> Thought she's more into the new egg position. The what? The what? The new egg? Amazon competitor. It's a bad New egg? That's such an old reference. I think I ordered a hard drive from new egg like 10 years ago. Still exists. Really? Good value. (laughs) Yeah. Is it commercial? Speaking of commercials. Amazon, uh, really, uh, uh, really, Amazon. Maybe you should go to Barnes and Noble to buy your books. <laughs> Wait, they sell but other things uh, than books now. Uh, I want to mention this month, Downfall of Gia are going to be releasing their brand new album, Ethic of Radical F- Finitude. <laughs> well, we had to do a little bit of show prep for Rob's to, to say that word. Yes, but I got it. Ethic, of, and I still confuse myself. <laughs> Ethic of Radical Finitude via Metal Blade Records. Ethic of Radical Finitude is the cortex, Quartet's most melodic, structured, and dynamic release to date. And once more builds upon the epic and unique, sludgy, crusty, exploratory, metallic sound that has organically evolved with every release. You can purchase your copy, stream the single, get all the info at metalblade.com slash downfall of Gia. I hope it's it's Gia, I think it is. You're having a Gaia. 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 Downfall of Gaia. So I totally no, get it to, wrong. You don't have to say the accent. Well, now it's downfall of Gia. You're welcome, folks. 
Uh, one thing uh, I forgot to mention last week about the, uh, th- that, uh, we did a meetup with, uh, oh live cast listeners while I was in yes. Anaheim. Yes. And I want to thank them all for coming out cause they are all in LA proper. And I was in Anaheim, which is, uh, about 45 minutes an hour out. But I guess the time that we set the meetup was right during rush hour. So some of them were in traffic for like an hour and a half and whatever. It's fucking LA. Gross. So thank you to uh, El Duderino, God Stomper, Douglas Levison, Leroy, Mario, and Mario for coming out. Uh, Wait, Mario's was a, alive. There was a new person. Douglas oh, Levison. Yeah. Douglas Levison. Did you get his actual name? I did, but uh, I'm not going to reveal it on the I show. Th- I bet you don't remember it's what it is. Not his Douglas Levison. <laughs> <laughs> it was the actual Douglas Levison. Who are you? He's probably been to Nam. <laughs> to yell at people like, stop playing! You don't deserve this he instrument. Ch- he checks badges. I think Darren then, actually then, interviewed him in that Nam, video we did. And then Nam Security is like, sir, you don't work here. You have to stop. I don't. I want to make sure no one's sneaking in. Sucker. <laughs> Sucker. Oh, my God. I have been practicing transcendental meditation for nearly 41 years. I'm a great exponent in peace and love. <laughs> so I want, uh, I, want to rec- I want to recreate the scenario. So Duderino suggested this barbecue spot. How you say stage in Spanish? Scenario. Yeah. Um, and he's never been to the spot. And the problem with the, the spot that he picked is it's kind of like a small food court. So there's the barbecue spot, there's a wine bar, and there's a brewery. And then it's a free-for-all with, with tables. Mm-hmm. And we're all, you know, we're all meeting up at different times because of the traffic. The uh, arrivals were a little stagnated. And uh, and so uh, or staggered rather, and so uh, when everyone arrived, we all went to smoke. And bless the Doug Levison, he is the real hero, <laughs> a beautiful Kush blunt, <laughs> the good Kush. I don't know. I don't think it was Kush. I think it was a sativa. And then Duderino also brought. He gave you half and half a joint. He gave me the half. <laughs> We had a beautiful scythe. <laughs> Everybody passed it around. You know, bring me the fucking red weed, motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, we got so baked. But then when we got back, we realized, hey, this is a very... Or I realized, I took control of the street. I'm like, oh, shit, this is a very busy time. There's nowhere for six people to sit. So even if we got the food... Aww. We had nowhere to say, or we'd have to like wait and like hound people. Too much trouble. But luckily, there was a food court right across the street. And there's uh, a food court across the street from the food court. Yes, I. <laughs> so this food court only had like four things. This other food court was essentially like the top floor of a mall. Uh-huh. It was a massive food court, and honestly, for how stoned we were, a little overwhelming. <laughs> it was like, whoa, I'm way too high for this, but. We made it happen. Everyone ordered what they wanted. And then I bought everyone a round of tequila shots. Wow. That's a thank you for what everyone to come out. And uh, then we, we all hung out and we ate our, our foods. And that was good. And then uh, Leroy also brought a, a joint. And then we smoked that after we ate. So that was wow. exciting. And then I found out I was invited to a party. A party. A party? You went to? 
It's not I good. Went to a party. No, I went to a party. Oh, a party in the hills of Anaheim. Was that the? It was like a bash? house party. No, oh. this was not. It's like saying the hills of Westchester. <laughs> it was a really nice house. It was a ridiculous <laughs> oh, house in on the hill. hills. Hello, have you not seen the MTV show? Uh, uh, that's the hill, the real hills. This is the hills of Anaheim. But Orange County, Orange County is like or, no way. Orange County is like the nicest, the richest, whitest. Uh, county in all of LA. What does okay. color have to do with it? Uh, Every, everything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, to, to the point that, so this, pe- this company, I'm not going to, I don't want to go into too much detail, but this company hired security and this area is so fucking white that the next day, uh, one of the other owners, like one of the other houses, came up to, to this guy who was renting this place. It's like an Airbnb. And it's like, hey, are you going to keep having Mexicans here? I don't want any Mexicans here. Oh, <laughs> it's like, what? God damn. Uh, anyway. There was Cheech Marin that said that. <laughs> now, at this point, uh, Douglas Levison, uh, Leroy, Douglas Levison, and Mario, they were like, we're going to go. We're not going to go to this party. We're going to head back. Oh, you were going to take them to this party that you were in? I invited everyone. That's uh, nice. And it rolls deep. And Deuterino and... And uh, Godsnapper, we're, we're into it. And uh, th- that's what happens when you go to a live cast meetup with Rob Pazbani. Yeah. You get you get some party up. swag. <laughs> some Dave Grohl barbecue for them? No. That was a different night. That already happened. Uh, and so we go to this party. So Duderino drives me. Mm-hmm. So Duderino gets, position. Gets, a, <laughs> gets a one-on-one <laughs> VIP experience by... Me being shotgun in his car. <laughs> Did you have to say that he was your assistant? I didn't have to say it. anything. <laughs> Did you fart in his car? No. Uh, when I was invited to this party, they were like, bring whoever you want. But did you fart in his car? Uh, I, I would say yes, because it was already at this point, you know, at least half an hour after eating. You so. fart so much, you don't even remember. <laughs> it's not like I keep track of my fart. fart diary. I don't remember the Do last you remember th- the last time you farted? Me? Just no, right no, now. No, no, was that a fart or was that a no, bit no, of a shard? That was a fart. <laughs> Damn, oh, Sid. On command. So we get to this party. Fun times. So it's okay. So me and Duderino get there, and Godsomper <laughs> drove in his, in his car. So he's like tailing us. Mm-hmm. But we get there before he does, and I have to piss really bad. And so we storm in. The main bathroom is taken. So then I went and I essentially. Like broke into a restricted part of the. Of oh the uh, it was fine. I know the people. They, they, they wouldn't mind just to use the bathroom. Right? Peter it was Jose Mangan's house. It was not Jose Mangan's house. Uh, and then, so just as we get there, we get a drink, and then Godsomper is like, "Hey, I'm here." And so I had to go out and like you know be like, "Oh yeah, he's with me." And just no, as I, I just as I went out, he's not there. So Godsomper lied to me. <laughs> he was still walking up, so he wasn't there. Okay, well... He lied to me. And the point of the story... Probably because he figured that you weren't looking at your phone and that you would get the text in a couple of minutes when he would arrive to the door. That's strategic. Mm, he was thinking ahead. Bad strategy. I was not... I think it's a good strategy. It's what I well, would Well, it had me waiting. But anyway, the, the point... <laughs> the, reason, the, reason I'm saying, the reason I'm saying this is because as I'm waiting, all of the sugar are leaving. So, like, they all come out and we all, like... Hang out for I'm like hanging out with them And I know 
Oh, so it's a good thing that you were waiting. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm not saying it like it's a, it's a bad thing because then, but then like he's like calling me and I'm like, dude, where are you? He's like, I'm walking up. I'm like, all right, I'm outside. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I, I didn't want to be rude because also we're hanging out. And then also one of the, one of the, uh, the house party organizers was there uh-huh. and they were telling a story about getting drunk with uh, Tomas from Meshuga, the drummer, mm-hmm. and how uh, he had to carry him to his home one day. Which was a lovely story. I mean, I imagine that happens all the time. And so that was cool. Uh, uh, God Stomper got a VIP Mashuga hangout. Wow. (laughs) Was he impressed? He was really into it. And then, but Deuterino was was stranded inside. (laughs) He did. Because I was like, oh, I'm going to go get him. And then this happened spontaneously. Deuterino was getting into No, I I saw Deuterino was like on his his phone. (laughs) What? Come on, Deuter. Deuter. But, uh,. Uh, no, then we did go mingle once we went inside. We got some drinks, open bar, of course. It's a party. Uh, What's with it, the party and the drinks? What are you? <laughs> drinks. He's, he's so Cali. Yeah. <laughs> this is how they say it in California. Oh, is that right? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> speak normal, God Transpirado. damn it. <laughs> speak American, Rob. <laughs> I don't speak this American. This is Rob I'm trying Spanish. to speak. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wow! This is four Shlomo rants layered on top of each other. I think we just California. Op- I think we just opened the gates of hell. Sasher, Sashushets. Spanky the hip hop. Okay, okay, enough, enough. Uh, so then we're in a, a hang, a social circle, and one of the people in the social circle is Dirk Verburen. Who we've had on the show, Metal mm-hmm. Injection Livecast alumni. He's still For, alive. Former. Well, dr- the story's not over. Yeah. For, <laughs> Good point. Former drummer of Soilwork, current drummer of Megadeth. And Derek is saying, <laughs> telling a story, and at one point he goes, Yeah, you know, me and my wife, and Duderino blurts <laughs> out, My wife! Oh, no! <laughs> and. I was dying. <laughs> Did Dirk get it? I mean, everybody else completely no sold it. Like oh. they like looked at him and then like kept going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did that come on? Thank you for being my wife. (laughs) So then Dirk starts uh, talking about Dave Mustaine, and then Judorito starts doing the Dave Mustaine voice. And it went from, all right, this is hilarious, to like, all right, dude, calm down. (laughs) I, I really had to be like, uh, but like, what was the context? What did he say? I don't remember. You kicked my dog. Yeah, he didn't say. I will, like. He didn't say anything. Eat you. Too bad. Like it was. Like he didn't say anything insulting to Dave. Mm. It, but I, I, as I remember, I don't remember exactly what I was. Maybe Dudorino remembers. He's in the chat. But uh, was, I was like, all right, dude, come on. You can't. You can't do the Dave Mustaine voice <laughs> in front of the drummer. Uh, but that's hilarious. <laughs> That is uh, and then, uh, but then they they, uh, they broke out. I do also want to mention God Stomper got a haircut, and he looks like like Rusev now. Really, WWE mm, superstar Rusev. Rusev. Day. It's God Stomper Day. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I posted a video onto our social media. 
which is on Twitter, MI Livecast, so uh, Facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast, and our, our YouTube channel, where you can see all of the, the, the people at the meetup. And I got them all to do the Rebecca Moore, hi guys, <laughs> which it was so funny because after I posted it, they were all mortified. <laughs> As they should be. Seriously. <laughs> But they were very well. I did not have to force them to, at the time. They were so intoxicated that they were nice. They were willing. To that was it. just the Bill Cosby defense you gave. That's true. <laughs> Congratulations, Rob. Except I didn't rape them. That's the I mean, difference. I'll, I'll, I'll let them decide yeah, that. That is debatable. Yeah. And then they they all did it back after this. Mm-hmm. Mario doing well. A little behind on the episodes, he said, because he can't listen at work. Oh. So he's a little behind. He's trying he's to catch up. Job. Yeah. So work somewhere but, else. but he's doing very well. Bless his heart, Mario. Good. Yeah, Last time we spoke to him, his ear was bleeding. Yeah. Was it ble- still oh, bleeding? Yeah. It was fine. Uh, you checked? Yes. Was, was there a cotton ball in there? And Douglas <laughs> Levison was a lovely person. Who is he? <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was a great hang, and I'm glad everyone got to, got to come out. Who are you? And uh, the the my wife was pretty great. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like him to call in and give his side of that story, how he felt it went over. Two one three wide nut. If any of the people at the meetup are listening and want to call in, two one three nine four three three six eight eight. While there were the two, the joint and the blunt rolling are uh, being passed around. At one point, I had both of them, oh. and I just Took smoked them both? both like a like a weed walrus. <laughs> is that a thing? It is now. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. That's my story. Is that the end of the show? That's the end of that story. All right. Uh, I hung out with my parents. Oh. Yesterday. Oh. Who rolled the blunts for that one? <laughs> <laughs> Mama Rabba. Uh, I did. I did. That's t- a rolling skills. <laughs> uh, I used to not smoke before hanging out with my parents, but then I realized it. It actually was worse. Yeah. Because I, I was more before on it. Before yeah. and after. And during. Well, after, after I get blast, I have to get blasted. Yeah. Before I will take like one hit just to like. like a little. Yeah. To, yeah. To ease the anxiety. Exactly. Uh, and one thing that's kind of bothering me now is I've basically. Uh, I've basically resigned to the fact that I'm a fat ass and I've started getting okay. 2X clothing. Uh, and uh, it's great because it, it fits much better. <laughs> yeah. But now when I go see my parents, this has been a recurring thing to the point that I've asked them to stop saying this. They always go, wow, did you lose weight? <laughs> and it's, no, I did not lose any weight. I'm just, yeah, I'm just wearing yeah. mu- like less form-fitting clothing. Why like can't the- you just be like, yeah, I did, actually. That's what Jealous? I, no, that's what I do now just <laughs> yeah. to get off the topic because yeah. then I'd be like, because initially I would say, no, I did not lose weight. You mad, mom, bro? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just wearing better clothing. And then we'd get into an argument. They'd be like, no, I think you lost weight. I'm like, I get on the scale. Like, how are you arguing with me about something about me? Like, so to avoid that line, yeah. <laughs> to avoid going down that route. Just lie to them. I'm just like, yes, thank you. Wonderful. Did you lose weight? No. You put on weight. Great. Bye. <laughs> and uh, I just say it's so frustrating. Like, like uh, I don't want to talk about that. And, and, and it's it's crazy. What, what are the alternatives that you'd rather talk about with them? I feel just like any don't subject talk. is a subject you don't want to talk about. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's Yeah, like what do you talk to your parents about? Just Trump. Uh, no, we, oh, we, we no can't. No, uh, don't really talk about that. But work. Yeah, sometimes uh, Bobka. Does she still like Trump? 
she? No. Did she, did she ever like Trump? She didn't like Hillary. That okay. was her. That was that's and no, no, she thought like Trump. Is no, she true. she liked Trump. She, she liked Trump as a heel. Like oh, she rooted she for the admired heel. Admired his uh, his heelishness. Yeah, she liked how he healed on all the other Republicans. That and how, certainly, and how he was healed, fun, yeah. and how he healed on Hillary because she hated Hillary. When, he, I, when I thought he wasn't going to win, I thought that was cool that he was making fun of Marco Rubio yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah, but no, she very much is not into what's going on. I love little little Marco, and also <laughs> also my mom, my lion Ted. A lot of great, lot of great nicknames. Yeah. Uh, my mom also hates. Vehemently hates Vladimir Putin. Vladimir okay, Putin. So that doesn't put her in favor with Trump. Mm. Uh, but she thinks the P tape is bullshit. How <laughs> did that even come up? Oh wow! Between you talked you to your, your mom. mom? Oh, you I was talking about his P tape. Segued <laughs> <laughs> into that. No, I was showing her the Rebecca Moore video. Oh. Oh, you know, I don't doubt that. No, I did not show my mom the Rebecca. Hoy, whenever I hear hoy goys, I think of like soy boys. <laughs> it's like the same structure, you know. Do you know what? Do you what, know what, what soy boys? Boy? It's like a it's a, it's a slur. Yeah, they call it for like a lefty because oh. they like soy milk and then vegans or whatever. Well, the, the idea that they're like that's the only source of protein that they get, and it's yeah, like a weaker weak. protein. You know, it's funny. I was just watching some video and they were talking about um, like, you know, Paul Joseph Watson and prison plan uh, and uh, how they say soy boys all the time. And it turned out that their stupid like penis supplements that they sell were soy based uh-huh. <laughs> and they got, ca- <laughs> got caught selling soy to people. Dorino in the chat says, I'm at work. And that was a horrible paraphrase of the story. Oh, oh. Call in. Call. Yeah, seriously, take go take, take a bathroom yeah. break, Deuterino, and uh, and give us a call or or t- t- type it in, type it in the chitty chat. You see the real uh, El Deuterino was on the Super Bowl Me. commercial. Oh yeah, with Sarah Jessica Parker. Do you think the Cohen brothers had to sign off on that? I don't know. Did they create? They created. Well, I mean, the it's their intellectual yeah. property. He said the dude abides in it, which is something they. I don't. Yeah, it's hard to. But what do they care? I mean, is that... it seems like they're a little bit it's uptight. Money. Like they would care. Of course they care. I don't like... know. I don't it know. I, like... But also, though, he brought so much to that character yeah, I was say that. that, like, even if they did come up with it, like he owns it. <laughs> you know, like well, in pop culture, maybe, but legally, no. Yeah, legally, he doesn't own it. But I, I think what but Rob also... is saying is like in deference. To him owning the character, they might be like, "Yeah, yeah. go ahead, fuck." Like, like, well, yeah, like, 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 what are they going to do? They're going to sue. Like, they would look. Be- they were already like yeah. gajillionaires. They must have signed off on it, I guess. Yeah, they I wouldn't agree. have done a commercial have- of that scale without all the legal clearances that they would. Also, need. it seemed like so unnecessary. Like all uh, of it, the, the game, the commercials, all, the halftime I show, compl- all of it was I completely avoided it, and I loved it. It was it's great. Horrible. I the enjoyed thing- the game actually. I didn't. Well, because you won money. No, I yes, but I I, <laughs> I bet the Patriots end under. Which yeah. it, when it's three nothing at halftime, <laughs> that's a pretty good chance you got an under. Yeah, but I also I like it was like the lowest scoring, scoring games and uh, ever or low no, scoring Super, Super Bowl was it? I thought because there was a game that was like two nothing at halftime. I don't know what that. I ended think they up said it was the lowest scoring. Uh, so I didn't. I will like I almost. Oh, by the way, sorry to give you an aside no here. Uh, it wound up not working out, but I I I, all, I was like two seconds away from betting on no touchdowns in the game. Oh man! Which was like plus eighty thousand or something. Oh. Like that means if you win, 
uh, you bet one dollar, you win uh, like eight hundred bucks. Jesus. So I was gonna throw like ten bucks on it. Eh, it's not gonna happen, but it's ten bucks. Yeah. And then they went the whole first half and yeah. most oh. of the third quarter without a touchdown. They're like, why didn't I fucking bet on this? Uh, but then, they, then the Patriots yeah. scored a touchdown. So. Area code three one seven. You're on the live cast. Hello, hello. It's Edward Wilfred. Hey. Hello, Edward. Hey. How's it going? Political aspiring politician. Going all right. I ha- I have an announcement. Go ahead, shoot. To make. You're running uh, for yeah, president. So I will be running for um, Plainfield Town Council. Way to take year. the piss out of his announcement, Rob. Yeah, he's Rob. A, he's running for pro- uh, No, actually, and you town have council. snacks in your mouth. You should shut up. I want to president. Sorry, sorry for stepping on your That's announcement. All right. yes, I to now announce anyway. that it's now it's only That's town over. council. Uh, no, I think it's more prestigious than president. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so can you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for me. Can you can you make can the, actually do something? Can you make the announcement again without me being a douche and interrupting you? Go ahead. Oh yeah, I'd like to formally announce my candidacy for town council in uh, Plainfield, Indiana, in District Five. So. You sound uh, a little more really excited know. about it. You've got to inspire your base, man. You got to get the turnout, man. You, you sound need to like be you're as charismatic sleep. as Ted Bundy. I know. <laughs> Whoa. Right. At least half as charismatic as him, right? Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like a full, as one fourth as handsome. So. Oh. <laughs> you're probably way more handsome. He, he was not that <laughs> hot. Ted no. Bundy is uh, handsome. No. No. I, don't. I think he's just kind of an average-looking dude, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, yeah that, I was going to say, I don't think he's, like, ugly. He's like but, Dick Cavett. Yeah, I don't see how... He's the, just, like, um, uh, like, a regular guy, but there was nothing that hot about yeah. him. The story is that he wooed all these women I mean, into killing them with his great looks, and I don't get it. Yeah. Maybe where he's from. Where is he from again? It was, like, the north Northwest. Oh, I was going to say, Seattle, I thought it was New Mexico. A lot of deformed no. people living around him or something. Oh, New Mexico is where no, all no. that radiation from uh, bomb tests was. Maybe oh, they got, all That's the where he got arrested. No, he got arrested in Florida. First well, in Utah okay. and then Florida. Utah, that's what it was. How do you pick out a serial killer in Florida? That's like that's a right. in a haystack. So, Edward, Edward, who who's your competition? Um, I mean, like, dudes who've been there since, like, the 80s. Oh, so. damn. And how old are you? <laughs> right. I am 27. I'll be 28 <laughs> in a few days. 79. Yeah. <laughs> get that youth vote. So, so what's your strategy to get the youth right. vote out? Yeah, like what do you have to do in order to do all this? Um, I mean, you have to fill out a couple, couple papers and get them notarized, and then you turn them into the county clerk. Fascinating. That's about it. That's it? And then you go on Twitter and you just right. tweet stuff so people want to vote for you? Yeah, um, well, I'll probably knock on some doors, too. What's your platform? Um, water parks. Uh, so Not anything about water no, parks, well, just water main, parks. <laughs> not, yeah, <laughs> nothing about the water parks this time. Um, so the main thing that I'm looking at is, like, rent control, because I feel like the rent is just too damn high. <laughs> <laughs> Someone tried that already. I don't want to burst your bubble. Yeah, but it was in New York. I don't think well, that kind I know, of but, goes I mean, over well in You know, it was a good idea, though. Well, so I thought I think you should like go uh, go a little bit uh, uh, out of your comfort zone and go to Iowa because they have a lot of socialist. Uh, Iowa has the most ever elected social uh, socialist public officials. 
Maybe you could do something there. And also Steve King. That's true. So you got all kinds of Iowa. You never know what happens. <laughs> I mean, uh, we do have like 200 some members in the DSA here. Nice. So you'd think more people would run, it's but dick suckers for alliance? some reason, we don't have socialists. Oh, but if you the ask a conservative, oh. Rebecca well, more of a centrist the DSA. I mean, I am. <laughs> I am a hardcore communist, but you know. Nice. More of a socialist, but go ahead. How do you raise money? Um, I'm probably not going to raise too much. <laughs> Bake sales. So this this is your your campaign yeah, strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, now that we have you on the live cast, do we have to give equal time yeah. to all the people? Hell, that are... no. I I would love to. I want to hear what get Mellencamp on the phone. <laughs> is he running? Yeah, well, that's the guy from the '80s that he's running against. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you looked that oh, up? Yeah, yeah it's John Cougar Mellencamp. Oh, oh. What else is he now? <laughs> is it John Cougar now or John yeah, Mellencamp? For, for, the, for the election purposes, okay. he's got the Cougar in there. Judorino <laughs> notes you are invigorating, so you're doing something right. You got, you got his vote all the way from California. Awesome. You just have such a commanding <laughs> voice. <laughs> are you going to kiss any babies? But Don't do that. I'll, yeah, I'll kiss any baby oh, that no. anyone wants me to kiss, sure. Except for uh, baby Daniel. <laughs> Uh, he won't dig him up, <laughs> dig him up, and kiss the shit out of that dead baby. Oh, oh no! Oh, kiss the baby, Daniel. I hope that none of your um, opponents are listening well, to this. I don't care if he's in the fucking ground. Give me a fucking shovel. I kiss the fucking baby. She would. Right. He'd use his pointy boot as a shovel. He'd just take <laughs> it up that way. Yeah. You could probably get, like, you know those celebrity voicemails? You could get yes. chic, chic to, like, just do your campaign yeah. commercial. If you don't that like the real, fucking yeah, like the, water the, park, the cameo.com what yeah. kind of motherfucking American person are you, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get a chic cameo. Well, I could probably just get Darren to do it, really. That's true. would know the difference. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Who in, uh, in? Well, but in, go ahead. Oh, um, well, um, in terms of like like rent control, I think that's something that like whatever side of the political spectrum you're on, mm-hmm. like you could get behind. Like, who doesn't want like more money in their pocket? Just, uh, um, I don't I, think that rich landlords you know, want to get so. behind it. Out of curiosity, what True. is considered a high rent in your town? Oh God, I don't want to hear. Um, I mean, there's like. Um, like, you know, there's like, they just, they keep building like luxury apartments with like thousand dollar one bedroom apartment. A one bedroom is $1,000. And like, what is the city that you live in again? It's, yeah. It's like a town. What's the town? Yeah, it's, so it's like, why are we building what's yeah, the, town? the town of Plainfield? Plain, and what's the state? Plainfield, Indiana. Oh, Indiana. So yeah, Indian. I just want to yeah. say, when you said one thousand dollar one bedroom, everyone in this room they're lit up we with laughter. Yeah, <laughs> one thousand dollars is get you like half a closet. You can't yeah. even get a room in like a yeah. three bedroom for a thousand dollars. Yeah, even like a shared. I mean, really, that's right. more on us. How outrageous the prices are. Oh yeah, yeah, it's jealousy. It's not exactly. like we're putting you down. I wish it was like that. To be fair, you get what you pay for. We get to live in New York City. There's a tax on living in a cool place. Uh, a rat almost walked across my foot today on the yeah. subway. Well, don't you don't know. live in the subway. Yeah, nobody told you to take the subway. Seriously? <laughs> you have a car. 
I don't know that the people <laughs> who pay the one thousand dollars to uh, two thousand dollars to live in someone's closet are enjoying the full effects of New York. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, they don't do it in that closet. tax. So expensive. Lots of closet fucking though. It's <laughs> good stuff. I mean, that's what the closet's for. To fuck. Get, that's get it. Fucking sleep, and then you spend your time in a Starbucks or whatever working. And pooping. And pooping. Well, hopefully you pay for a pooper. Is there a Starbucks in your town? There is, yeah. You going to get that coveted Howard Schultz endorsement? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I somehow don't think so. <laughs> uh, I just, I'm very inspired by Howard Schultz. <laughs> oh, no. The former CEO of Starbucks who is uh, running for president. I can't right think of a, the least favored presidential candidate on either side. Uh, I know the Republicans love it. Don't no. call him a billionaire. He, yeah, well, they love please it. Do not, please can, do not call him a billionaire. Uh, I could, uh, I, I, yeah, he said that today. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a man, a man of wealth, or, or wait, no, no, people of wealth, people oh. of means, or something like yeah. that. He said. I can't think of a more inspiring message than to come out and say that the government does too much for people, <laughs> and that we shouldn't have health care or raise the minimum wage until we balance the budget and pay off debt. Also, I love that he's like, <laughs> I, I came from the projects in Queens. Yeah. Leave billionaires alone. Uh, that that that's the leap. Like, yeah, he's Chris Crocker. Yeah, I made it, so you shouldn't bother any billionaires. <laughs> yeah, like, just go right on the stage and just tell people how they don't leave billionaires alone. It's <laughs> a great point. He is a Chris Crocker. <laughs> he's gonna get that oppressed billionaire vote. That's uh, why four percent four percent of the people are probably billionaires. So many of them. Well, that's All right, well, Edward, thank you so much for your call. Good luck in your campaign. Keep us posted. Yeah. Oh, certainly. Yeah, I appreciate the platform. <laughs> and and literally any time. Yep. And call us back after you've awesome, won. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> I hope so. See ya. Uh, when I mentioned the, the being fat thing before the show, Noah, you uh, had a little tag to that. So, how are you? Well, I was, <laughs> I was just saying, like, uh, I wish that people were just commenting on our weight. Like, I've been getting... The stop, opposite com- of that? stop commenting on our weight. Oh, what did I say? I wish they would comment on our weight. Oh, I meant wouldn't. Because, uh, like, I've been getting the opposite of it, whereas I keep getting, oh, you look so skinny. Did you lose weight? You look so skinny. And, like... That's that's what I've been getting. Oh, sorry. It is. That's what his mother <laughs> no, no, said. No, no, but, but, like, the opposite effect is, like, I don't want to hear that. That's not, that's not like, a, a compliment. Just, like, don't talk to me about my weight. At all. Just they, don't say anything. Yeah. They mean it as a compliment, but you don't want to hear it. Yeah, because... Uh, How do you take it? I just, like, I feel like nobody's happy with their weight for the most part. And it's just, like, such, like, a sensitive thing. Like, I don't want to be skinny. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be super skinny. Like, I don't think that's attractive. What do you want to like, be? I want to be, like, thick. So if somebody came up to you and was like, no, oh, my God, those titties looking fat. No. That you'd be okay with. I want him to say that I have thick thighs. You want him well, to objectify. Well, no, I always <laughs> tell you how amazing your ass looks, but you tell me it's creepy. So what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> I never said it's creepy. Fucking that nice. wasn't my words. Well, you have a great ass, and you have very thick thighs. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Are you the Googler? <laughs> no, I see him. I see them because uh, Noah's always walking away from me. Like, get away from me, Rob. <laughs> like, wow, those are oh, yeah, after you say how nice her ass yeah. looks. <laughs> That's his trick. He gets to see you walk away. He's going to walk away from you backwards. After he creeps he on you. I hate to front. see you go, but I love to see you leave. <laughs> hey, Jerry Lawler now? <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> Look at her ass, King. <laughs> I mean, JR. 
I got my characters mixed up. <laughs> no, that's senile Jerry Lawler talking yeah, to himself. He's talking to the mirror. <laughs> Man, this guy has a nice crown. I got to get one of those. <laughs> Probably happens. Where'd he get that robe? <laughs> Have we talked about how his son uh, died dead. in jail? Did no, it happened didn't. a long time ago. It happened uh, a few months ago. Yeah. I think we he killed about himself, it. didn't he? Well, what? what happened is so his son has Brian a, lo- Christopher, a, the long, wrestler. a long history of drug problems. Aww. And uh, his dad, Jerry Lawler, would always bail him out and like, you know, whatever the situation. And is. Jerry Lawler is no longer alive. I question, He's alive. He is alive. I question this story because I find it extremely hard to believe that a wrestler could have drug problems. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, yeah, this is definitely true. Uh and is it so, autoerotic asphyxiation? Well, mm. close. So he, yeah, he's right. he got arrested, and Lawler was like, well, I've tried everything to get him clean, rehab, this and that. Maybe scaring him straight would work. <laughs> Next day, How old is he's he? found uh, like 45, yeah, something like that. that. I don't yeah, know that under you could 50. scare straight a 45-year-old. I think by that point, the ship is I think that they're already it. scared. But what, yeah. he's father of the year? I mean, yeah. he doesn't know shit. What the fuck does he know? Yeah. Well, from from what I read is like uh, Brian Christopher very much lived in his dad's shadow because Jerry Lawler was such a huge celebrity in Memphis, and it was like really hard to live up to that. And like, Nashville. and don't become a wrestler. Yeah. Maybe. How about that? Uh, but anyway, so he shit. was found hanging. He was forty six when he died. He was found hanging in his jail cell. Just hanging out. <laughs> but now there's an investigation. Because he got into a fight earlier that day, oh. and Lawler said that he spoke to his son, and his son did not at all give any indication that he was like suicidal oh, or one. So then, yeah, it definitely wasn't suicidal. And Jerry Lawler is very in touch with yeah. his son's emotions, <laughs> yeah. so we yeah. can trust him. He didn't say anything about dad. I'm going to kill myself in six yeah. hours. Yeah. Clearly, there was foul play involved. To be fair, I was going after some uh, teenage puss while he was on the yeah. phone with me, so I didn't really hear. <laughs> Quite oh. what he was saying. Oh, that's not right. It's not right that he doesn't do that? No, well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, he's not. I can't, oh, sorry for making fun of the child predator, Rob. He's the one that should be locked up. Wait, is he a child predator? He got into trouble for banging a 15-year-old, I believe. Uh, like they, they were in a relationship, but they're not banging, like just banging her. There's, well, There's baby he, Danielle. he got, well, it's it's a very, right, it's a very weird story. So he got um, arrested. This is Lawler, not Lawler. Jerry yeah. Lawler. When got arrested. Oh, 90s? Early 90s, oh. yeah. There's a story on Deadspin about it. Uh, basically, he got, I might be fucking up, but he got arrested in the 90s for uh, having sex with a minor. Mm-hmm. They went to court and they completely slut shamed this woman. <laughs> His defense team. The right? defense team to the point that he got off and like was deemed not guilty. But like if you, look, if you if you look at uh, what they said, it's really gross. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Well, you know, both sides. I, I don't good, need to give him the benefit both of the sides. doubt. Though. Fuck him. <laughs> that um, woman went on to be Trish Stratus, right? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't no? think so. Oh. Sad. Sad that she didn't get she raped by Jerry Lawler. Well, that she didn't get to be Trish Stratus after all that. Oh, I see. She didn't persevere. Uh, I watched that new black metal film, Lords of Chaos. Oh. Have you guys heard about it? Yes, I've heard yes. about it. Heard about it. I haven't seen it. So it's about uh, Varg, Virg, and Euronymous, Oystein. So the, the creator of Mayhem. And just the, the whole story from the Lords of Chaos book. Mm-hmm. 
made into a two-hour movie. I think... Was it good? They did a great job of, uh, like, creating a nar- like creating a movie of the story. Mm-hmm. And what... It's so... Like, you know, I've... You know, you know that you hear these stories... Grown and it's like, oh, it's so cool, you know, whatever. When watching it as a 35 year old, watching these teenagers like burn churches, and it's like, mm-hmm. these guys are such idiots. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're such dumb kids, you know? Yeah. Like, I, and honestly, that's what I really liked about the movie. What, what it got across is like, these are just kids. Teenagers are dumb. Well, <laughs> and Varg is, is like Still. the Varg character, not portrayed very kindly, you know? Like, well, Murder. Were there any like no known actors in this? Like who's Rory Culkin plays really? Ger- plays Euronymous. Oh wow, Keanu Reeves. Uh, the <laughs> son of Val Kilmer, Jack Kilmer plays uh, Dead, okay. the singer who killed himself. Uh-huh. Which, by the way, that scene was brutal. Like this movie, what's crazy? It's like kind of like a teen, like uh, like a teen romp, like like Twilight. Like no, 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 <laughs> like teen romp, but with churches. Like it's like yeah. Exactly, it's like, like a team up, and then it gets like really dark. Like, but then there's like a really gruesome suicide scene or like a murder, and then it's back to like, oh, it's like a teen movie, like like yeah, like road trip, exactly, or like nice. it's like that tone, and then like a horror movie, and then that tone, and then a horror movie. Weird. Uh, and Sky Ferreira is, okay. is in it, playing a completely non-existent, like a character You're created. Just like, we need a woman. We need a woman for Euronymous to talk to. It's like a total <laughs> plot device. It's. But so it's not the greatest movie in the world. But in terms of like doing the thing, another thing I give it a lot of credit for is it never uh, insulted metal. You know, like these kids might have been like silly and like had their own thing. But they're not made to be avatars for the whole musical. Exactly. Exactly. And so I really as far as like educating the mass is about heavy metal. I thought it, it was cool. And it, maybe it's a movie we could do a, a commentary for mm, once. Yeah. It's out this Friday uh, in theaters and then like on demand at the a end of the A wide release or a limited release? I think it's a limited release, limited theaters. It might just be a few theaters in major cities. Yeah, I can't imagine the audience for that in theaters. But it's so it's too. so cool. I mean, they release they, Annabelle. So. Uh, <laughs> and so my favorite thing now is, of course, Varg has seen the movie. And mm. everyone in Mayhem before... Before even one frame was shot, Sorry. have denounced it and said, like, this is bullshit. This shouldn't be made. Well, did they say that about the book, too? Uh, I believe that there has been a lot of uh, a lot of controversy around the, the facts of the book because uh-huh. there was a documentary until the light takes us that came out. Uh-huh. Five years ago, that contradicted a lot of things in the book. Mainly, so the big thing is that Varg's claim is that he didn't murder Euronymous. He just defended himself. And the argument that Varg presents is that, uh, which the movie did not convey, as Varg would say it, uh, is that there was like a back and forth tussle and then some glass broke. And that's how he initially got stabbed. Uh And then he just stabbed him. From self defense because okay. he carries around fucking weapons because he's a fucking he idiot. Just fell on this ninja sword that I had here <laughs> in my hand. I don't know how it happened. Uh, and the other thing about the movie that like they really portray Varg as a pussy magnet. Like he's fucking so many bitches, uh-huh. and it's just like what? Is he like Ted Bundy. 
Yeah, he really kind of is. Attractive like that. So, but uh, here is, so Varg did put out a video about it. Oh, God. And I didn't didn't write about it because I don't want to give Varg like. Free publicity. Free publicity on metal injection. But I feel like in this, in this. Safe space. This is a safe space. To shit on him, and like it, it's not like I'm gonna promote that we're shitting on. Like, and Alex, let's play it, and then I'll explain what I'm talking about. You just don't want Varg to murder you. No, I like. I really want to fight Varg, but oh really, I training first, Rob. No, I want to fight him, and, but it has to be like a no weapons thing, like like just hand to hand combat. You can't be around any glassware. Yeah, it might land, mysteriously land on something. Although you're right, he probably has so much military training. Like I think fight. he'd beat the shit out of you, but I think it would be like. Like entertaining, shitty. Yeah, no, I really want to fight. I really hate him. Let's do it. Let's reach out to his people. (laughs) He he has no people. It's him. him. Nobody wants to work with him. He doesn't even have an agent or anything. No, for what? You couldn't. Couldn't you have a white supremacist agent like the? You know, what does he have an agent? He doesn't tour. I don't know. The music himself on his own label. This is a job opportunity for you. You could be his agent. I hate it. Why would I want to be? All right, let's play. Let's play. Let's play. Yeah. So Varg basically makes YouTube videos, which is, it's so like we've played one. Before. Yeah, we give dating self, advice. To yeah, somebody. he's such self parody. But anyway, here's his comments on the movie. Guys just Holy guys. Guys just I think he's saying guys just want to guys. Let's hear. Holy guys, Varg here. Holy guys. We're fucking Jew destroyer. Uh, church destroyers. guys just want to have fun. Euronymous destroyer. No, I didn't do that. He fell. guys just want to have fun. So weird. Oh, hello. So, you just watched The Lords of Chaos, the film. What? Also, I want to point out that he scores all of his videos. That's his score under it. Take that, Frankie Palmaria. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe that's where he got his influence. I heard they're doing a podcast together. In a couple oh, yeah. of weeks. Yeah. What a guess. He's going to have dueling bed music. I don't know, man. I hear all these people talking about Varg. I just don't get it. Like, what did he really do wrong? I mean, I don't know anything <laughs> about it, but. Okay, where's that dick? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, you, hey, let me die. Why they have a fat Jewish actor? Is he fat? Pause it. Is he the guy fat? He's a bit, he's a bit chunky, the, What's the it, actor. Who is it again? He's an unknown, right? Uh, I, I will say the, the guy who, who played him did a phenomenal job of, uh, the darkness. Em- Emery Cohen. Oh, yeah, definitely Jew. I was going to say, let's look up if he's actually. Oh, Jewish. definitely a Jew. Yeah. He was in, let's see, uh, Hot Summer Nights. Uh-huh. You think they did that? Brooklyn, before? The Gambler. You think they, they cast a Jew, like, just to fuck with Varg on purpose? Uh,. I'm that. Yes. The, I I know it bothers him so much, and I love that they did it for that particular reason. <laughs> hey like, guys, why don't we go and bind some churches over here today? <laughs> we gotta get it in before the Shabbos. Should have. You're right. They should have casted Mel Brooks as Mark. <laughs> May the Schwartz be with you. 
<laughs> or just just get Jackie Mason. Go for it. Oh. Hi, uh, what is this? You fall backwards on a glass and you think that I did it? <laughs> you think that I stuck a glass? Why would I stick a glass in that guy's back? <laughs> I got better things to do than stand here breaking up glasses. A guy gets in my face and he's angry at me. I walk away. I don't stick a glass in here. I should, uh, I should slice him open like a pastrami. <laughs> Wow, it's like I'm watching the movie again. I mean, maybe he's not a very nice person. We don't get along, but hey, fair, I'm not going to stab the guy. Maybe he's Lord. a poser. Who cares if he's a poser? He might not be true that we should black metal, but I'm not going to stab him. I suggested to him uh, uh, maybe uh, he get a nice uh, Roth IRA. All of a sudden, boom, he's on the floor. <laughs> One thing leads to another. Right. Lords of chaos in theaters on Friday. <laughs> Lords of chaos. This is a thing we can do, though, is like reenact Varg YouTube videos in <laughs> Jackie, doing Mason. Jackie Mason voice, just like to like cancel out his anti-Semitism by the, doing it up. The original uh, working title was Landlords of Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was, that was too on the nose. Wow. Oh. <laughs> it's like, what is that, Sassy Trump? Mm-hmm. So we could do sassy Varg. I says to my Varg. friends. I says to my friends. I says we should go uh, go to these churches and turn the heat off. But no, they say burn them. Okay, I play. <laughs> I don't. I don't <laughs> make waves. Money. I don't make waves. <laughs> wow. Ooh, guys, just oh. wanna have. Do we have to listen to this from the beginning? No, get, let's go. Skip it. Oh, hello. So you just watched. The Lords of Chaos. The Lords the of Chaos. Where they have a fat Jewish actor play the role of me. Was I'm he fat at this time? Ten point no, no. He's, he looked like, as I look, you know, Don't I've talk obviously. talk about his weight. I've obviously <laughs> seen photos of Varg before, but just just to make sure, I went and looked at He's just like a, like an optimal Norwegian, like, oh. you know, Aryan dude, yeah. you know, like, uh-huh. not skinny, not fat, but like, you know, just, ugh. Now he's just an old man, but. How old Do is I have a few things to say about yes, that? late 40s. Let's find out. So, the or fat Jewish old. actor said things in that film that I. Not- One thing I will give him credit for, he's saying the fat Jewish actor Slightly less racist Wait, than the fat, the fat Jew. Yeah, I thought. Oh, like, oh you think he means <laughs> fat he Jewish? The Instagram. Yeah, he just thinks every yeah. Jew is that guy. The fat Jew put an injunction against his first video, <laughs> so you had to re-record it. Never said in real life. He did things that I never did. He did things for reasons that I never had. He said, and uh, it, there's like always lower thirds. Uh, that that are like elaborating on what he's saying. So like he's saying he, he received things that I never received. He met people that I never met. So there's like interactions in the movie. The whole film is just made up. If they actually did some research into the story in the black metal scene, they must have just ignored everything they found and made up a story instead. Because everything in the film is just plain wrong. So probably no, the whole film is just a character murder. And they, uh, a I, character murder. He I says. don't understand why he was eating kishkas and derma throughout the whole movie. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I never did that. <laughs> uh, completely ignore the facts. Um, but if you want to know something about the facts in this context, I suggest you check out my playlists. 
guess, especially the Burtsuma one, but Burts? the others too, if you what? have the time for it. I have a lot of videos. When you at one point realized that uh, this film is like just white a lot power of made ASMR. of crap, I suggest you <laughs> contemplate. Uh, I know, like I'm, I'm getting nauseous listening that. to this. It's weird. I look at him. He's 45. Darren, he's the same age as you. He looks like a grandfather compared to you. It does. It's crazy. I mean, he looks really old. Well, he's been through a lot of shit. I it's guess. about time he hung himself in a jail cell. He's got like a year left. <laughs> Why is he in the dark holding a flashlight? Like he's a fucking... His wife was like, get the fuck out of the house if you're going to be shooting anything. So my favorite thing is he also posted a comment on this video. He did. Uh, and the comment... First... <laughs> on That's every one of his videos it's cheating he can always he can do so it the Sky Ferreira's character was called Anne-Marie so he writes by the way who the fuck and he censors fuck he goes who the F asterisk 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 because he thinks he'll go to jail if he, yeah. if he who the fuck is Anne-Marie well I can tell you it's a character made up by Ockerland, Jonas Ockerland, the director of the movie. Mm-hmm. She never existed in real life. Not only that, Euronymous didn't even have a girlfriend ever. Oh. <laughs> At least Wait, not from him. 91 to 93. Not even with a different name. He never had a girlfriend as long as I knew him. Wow. He might have had a girlfriend before. I don't know. Yeah, way to throw this guy into the bus after yeah. already Well, you already yeah, like threw him under his knife, so... <laughs> He has this other, like, I actually went back. Uh, he's so, he's such a terrible person. Euronymous was an incel. I have a pretty good authority. <laughs> he did a whole video about Euronymous, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he talks about, well, l- let's play a little bit of it. You it's, can curse the darkness. Or you can just light a candle. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what was that like a like an inspirational uh, quote JPEG he's reading Oprah quotes <laughs> some like soccer suburban soccer mom just posted that yeah. on Instagram since neighbor yeah <laughs> oh my god imagine if Varg was my downstairs neighbor oh god you gotta be quiet the there were a pair of footsteps on the beach <laughs> <laughs> The year is 1993, and all of a sudden, one day, black metal becomes world famous. Learn to accept the things you cannot change. Let's find out. Ooh, a teaser. Who cares? So this is him talking about... During the year 1992, Euronymous was running his shop into the ditch. Oh, who cares? He was supposed to have a record company and a shop and run it, but he was a terrible businessman. And when he released uh, my debut album, the Burtzum uh, debut album. Burtzum. Burtzum. Debut album. He, um, oh, he, he even... He had to ask him. He even played into it. When he released uh, my debut album, the Burtzum uh, debut album, the Burtzum debut album. <laughs> he, um, he is such a dork. I can't get over so Like dork. He's such a Lord of the Rings dork uh-huh. who's a murderer. He looks like uh, a Duck Dynasty guy with that fucking beard. Uh-huh. He had to ask me for the money to afford it. And uh, 
When he sold out all his, uh, all the copies, and he did quite fast. I think it was printed in a thousand, maybe 500 even. 500 CDs and 500 uh, LPs. Anyway, he, when he had sold everything out, he didn't have <coughs> the money to print more. So months went by and uh, as a musician, to me that was I'm one gonna of scan a little because he's just I could from this yeah. Then the police sent me to, to um, jail, custody. Oh hold on. A brain. I just I like okay, can, can I just I go sad. into like a like production mode for a second? <laughs> he probably sits back and listens to himself talk and he oh. customizes the music as he hears himself retelling this. He's so he's such a fucking narcissist. Yeah. Ugh. I just... Uh, Burzum is like some fucking Lord of the Rings shit, right? Isn't that actually uh, well, his, some Lord of the Rings? Isn't that some Lord of the Rings? Bu- I don't his know. name, Count Grishna, yeah. is a, a Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but Burzum right? too, I think. Oh, yeah? Burzum, I think, is like some Lord of the Rings shit. Mm. I don't know what exactly. Exaggerated and had fun with him, really. And uh, connected it all, of course, to um, Black Metal and his shop in Oslo. Yeah, and, I got uh, it. The word Burzum. Burzum. Okay, I was in the middle of reading it. Sorry. <laughs> in the Black Speech, a fictional language crafted by Lord of the Rings writer J.R.R. Tolkien. My uh, claims with the police and so forth. Because all of this was linked to um, uh, church burnings and everything. And, uh, of course, uh, my mm-hmm. idea was you that Stranger Things then? if uh, <laughs> the cops came and wanted to ask me about the church burnings, all I could do was to say that, hey, I talked to the journalist to mock him. I pulled his leg. Uh, I haven't done anything. Nobody I know have done anything. Bye-bye. And that would be it. Which, of course, is true. Had people in this. And he said, OK, I'll change the story and I'll call you later. So that guy, yes, without anyone. All right, whatever. Oh, well, I'm thank done here. You. Sorry. I mean, it was fun making fun of him. But that's about it. It's just that video is not going anywhere. Yeah. It's just Excuse sad me. that, like, he. How many years later is this? And he's just still fixated on this, like, three year period of his life that. He's is, cra- yeah, he's a narcissist. Like, barely Psychopath. noteworthy, really, in the grand scheme of things. Like, three people care about that music. <laughs> like. He, he he feels like he's David Lee Roth talking about his time in Van Halen. It's like, <laughs> except no one owns your records, really, yeah. like five people. People still play Van Halen with David yeah. Lee Roth. It's just, God, man, do something else. Agreed. Does he like? Ha- does he have a job? No. I heard he does want to cover Panama. Oh, yeah. oh, I but it's going to it's gonna be about uh, uh, getting Kill. all the uh, ex-Nazis out of Panama yeah. to go continue killing Jews. Start a new Reich. <laughs> oh, my God. Do we have any, oh like, fan, like, which week, which week is he calling in, by the way, Rob? We have a back next week. Project. Nice. Who? We have Varg. Varg calling, in, calling in next week. Look, he's not relevant. You're right. But he can make himself relevant by stepping yeah. into the octagon. <laughs> With Rob. Rob. <laughs> I, w- I would do it. I want to be the person that, like, Puts Vaseline on you before. Oh, <laughs> Rob! Not related to the fight. He's trying to put Vaseline. <laughs> trying to lube up Rob. So what was that just there? That, that was, was Bursum. Oh, right. Fake. 
Bah, oh, it's real? I'm being essential. told it's real in my uh, headphones <laughs> right now. <laughs> Thank you, producer. This track has 10 million views on YouTube. That's crazy. Let's not be one of them. Yeah. Too late. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> you could have played it off YouTube. Why did you do that? I did play it off YouTube. Oh, you did? Oh. Oh, okay. saying I got 10 million views on you, this YouTube video of the song. Oh, 10 million. Which means he made how much money off of it? Nothing. It's not. Did you have ad block on? <laughs> how many of those views There's are no just ad on it. him playing it for the background of a different oh one of gosh. his YouTube videos? <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> Let's see. He has 10 million and 40 YouTube videos. So. <laughs> <laughs> there there you go. go. So there was this Dave Mustaine video. Oh. We'll do a oh, who cares? <laughs> What's he have to say? Um, What's that crazy Dave up to this time? <laughs> Here's something about him relating to fans. I don't know what sets us apart from the other bands. I think probably trying to be normal. And just be one Not of the guys. succeeding. You know, I, I, I'm... He's just one of the guys. You would be surprised. I, I eat fast food joints. You know, I, I like normal stuff that people do and, and like. And, you know, when you see certain people that are celebrities and, and stuff, they're making up for lost time. I want to mention what? that reminds me that, like, he talked about how he... Uh, Settled his beef with Carrie King because they met at a TGI Fridays. So he is a very, very regular dude. I eat at McDonald's. They have Chardonnay and truffles, right? <laughs> and when they get favorite. real quick, they make up for lost time by buying all kinds of stuff. You see it in the professional sports starting world. Starting like Van They actually have a class. Brands and whatnot, <laughs> right, Dave? All that kind of midlife crisis shit. Card- Carl's Jr. will soon announce... They're selling a tout le monde beer. <laughs> Very exciting. Athletes, how to not get taken by your own family. So uh, for me, rambling I about that I needed to make up for it's myself like a fucking because senile you know, old man. I was already starting from less than zero, so everything was just a blessing. And and I look at this way that uh, we connect with our fans is that there's no socioeconomic. I think that's the right way to say it difference between us because i was homeless i i panhandled you know i've okay gone but, oh my god yeah. he's howard schultz yeah, yeah. Was 45 yeah. years ago yeah. dude you're a fucking mega millionaire you're charging people 80 dollars to see you so there is a socioeconomic yeah. difference there's a limit to when you can stop using that and that's it it's you're you're rich just accept that you're rich and i know what it's like i i, I I know what it's like, and, and I would never put myself above our fans. <laughs> I just, uh, no, I, I just yell at them on Twitter 24 yeah. hours a day. And block Real them. credible <laughs> metal ever had mainstream dominance because uh, that is what ultimately killed metal was mainstream exposure, regardless if it was dominance. or. I would never, ever say that I am better than any of my fans unless I am. Yeah. <laughs> Which is all the time. I think that the mainstream guild metal, like all that mainstream attention Metallica got, yeah. really <laughs> they never hurt metal and Megadeth. <laughs> so what I'm really trying to say is Metallica killed metal. <laughs> or not. 
I think that's one of the things that has kept us relevant. We have not always, we've never tried to follow trends, and it's what's kept us, um, I wouldn't say better or above anybody, but I think. He's lying. Yeah. He's lying. A few weeks ago, yeah. by his he own ta- statements, he's yeah, lying. Yeah, he talked about how risk was his label telling him to, like, follow the trends, and but, they did it. But, but. I was against it. <laughs> I think you know, having our own standards and not trying to fit in is what's made us have that longevity. No, what's made you have that longevity is Metallica being seen- successful before you. Yeah. And then everyone who now liked Metallica sought out other bands that were like Metallica. To Megadeth today for the first time. I would have them listen to the new 35th anniversary record that's going to be coming out, Warheads on Foreheads, because that has that? 35. That's his new album? It's a best of. It's 35. Oh. Oh. I knew he had a best of. I didn't know the name of it was. Warheads on Foreheads. It's fucking, who came oh, up with that? Obviously, Alex the Jones. Economist coming out now. And Warheads on Foreheads! Uh, representation. The keeper. Everything. I think uh, Nick Menz's mother came up with that. <laughs> it's just she's not good at lasagna or naming albums. <laughs> not trying to fit in is what's made us have that longevity. If someone was listening to Megadeth today for the first I time, went back a little. I'm sorry. I would have them listen to the new 35th anniversary record that's going to be coming out, Warheads on Foreheads, because that has 35 because songs. Because that's what I'm here <laughs> Obviously, The Economist coming out now. And thinking about the what? best uh, representation of everything, because chronologically, it's picking up a lot of the songs that will show you how the band matured, how I, what I went through with my life through the... the my life. Days <laughs> and the cocaine days and the alcoholism and then the loss of band members lives and family members dying and all that stuff you can tell um listening to the songs when you know the backstory you can tell super collider was about my mother-in-law getting uh alzheimer's and watching her die in front of me it was the most excruciatingly painful thing i'd ever seen in my life and it was the most excruciatingly painful thing we've ever heard so it works out imagine how it felt for her she had to die of alzheimer's while in the same room as dave fucking mustaine (laughs) the first thing she learned about the world every day was that dave mustaine was related to her can you imagine and she had to relearn that over and over and feel that (laughs) disappointment in her gut (laughs) It's like Memento, but even darker. <laughs> it's like at fifty end, first dates. And, uh, she at, that's it. It's just like it's like fifty first dates. Meeting Adam Sandler is equivalent to meeting Dave Mustaine every day. She'd look at me and she'd like want to say my name, and I would say Nana. It's Dave. I'm right here. I, you know. And and I started mother in law Nana having to. I, pro- get, I produce you know, this from my lines. Go away. <laughs> Don't want you. I'm kind of counseling Dave's for myself so that I didn't take like it on myself and start getting mad and making it worse for her because I'm Dave grandmother you know, sounds just on. like him you know yes. oh my god you hear he, he said he's, he lost his he would get mad at his grandma can you imagine like I said I'm James State I'm the singer of Megadeth you show me some respect <laughs> Nana sir, sir the nursing home's closing uh, you're gonna have, you're gonna have to leave I'm staying right here I sold 30 million records Nana's going to take off that Metallica shirt. <laughs> Nana, I walked Bob Dylan to the stage. Who are you? Are you? <laughs> so wait, the song because Super Collider is about this. Can we go back Nana? and find the lyrics and just see? Yes, you could. 
Go for it. <laughs> All right, fine. I don't have a computer in front of me, but I'll, I'll find. You have a computer in your pocket. I think it is. Mm. This is very revealing, and, and I learned a lot about that. So anybody who's a caretaker, my hat's off to them. And, and uh, I shared about that in depth on that album. That's why it's slower and why it's a lot darker. Forget to remember, the, the title itself tells you everything. You know, how does a person from Alzheimer die? They're, they forget to breathe. That's what it is. They just slowly but surely forget to do everything and they ultimately die. There's another song on there called The Blackest Crow. And that was a saying that I'd heard a, an Asian saying where it was talking about somebody who had um, bad luck just fall on them because they had seen The Blackest Crow that day. And the song itself <laughs> was a lot about um, her life ultimately kind of so horrible but in a really twisted bittersweet way it was the fitting end to a love story whether they really what? were in love or not as soon as she died her husband who was pam's stepfather i think, I think she was stayed as outside like what is you think yeah when the donut he's been watching soap opera the future for megadeth right now is super super <laughs> exciting it's the wrong one. No, it's the right one. It's always the right one. <laughs> it's always right. One of these drops has the only has that. We started something about three years ago when I went to 5B management. We had talked about doing something called the Dave Mustaine Charm Offensive. And we just going out and, and rekindling old relationships and, and making Kessler. sure people who thought that they knew who I was mm. because they'd only heard about me get a chance to actually meet me. And Rob, get a, get a chance to actually read me. I, I haven't met I thought he said meet me. Oh, oh, listen again. Eat me. Eat me, Rob. <laughs> people who thought that they knew who I was because they'd only heard about me get a chance to actually meet me and to read me read <laughs> please read me what the fuck is read me Re- read me on on uber give me five stars does he smell toast does he have a stroke <laughs> oh Dave you okay buddy repair any of the damage that I may knowingly or unknowingly have done. And and so so that oh. really This is amazing. My new management is like, hey, everyone thinks you're a fucking lunatic. You gotta go and like meet them and, and not be a lunatic to their face. Yes, you gotta go read them. <laughs> you know, the when you the day you find out it's declared he has Alzheimer's, you should start praising him and just see if you can get him yeah. to say nice things about metal injection. Really helped a lot, and I'm getting uh, very excited to do the, the next campaign because we've done all this great work in just one record, one campaign. Oh. And uh, as we near um, this next uh, release, you know, my, my recording contract's up, my publishing contract's up, my merchandise contract's up. I'm a free bird, and I have the world by the short hairs right now. I'm so excited about it, too, because Mixed with metaphor, all those songs I had mentioned, God. you know, those 500 riffs. I'm a bird holding people's pubic hair. Yeah. Is he a, the blackest crow? <laughs> <laughs> Is it all tied together somehow? Wow, you like can go lot. through there and, Who was and this interview with the best of his grandmother. Yeah. He just talk, yeah. He's yeah. talking to his nana in the rocking chair. <laughs> That's the big reveal at the end. The best. He's like Varg. He's in the mirror. Just a, no, I'm sorry. Like a flashlight. Like, uh, Jerry Lawler. Yeah. With the, he's admiring his own crown. Up. I'm a free bird and I have the world by the short hairs right now. I'm so excited about it too because with he looks all so those songs old. I had mentioned. He is. And like you could see like he's balding. Like the front of his... Oh. Hair is gone, like his hairline is receding. Those 500 riffs, 
you can go through there and, and handpick the best of the best, and, and it's not like I have to struggle to to you know come up with something really good. It's there. I just have to pick it. Oh. And I'm so excited oh, about you. doing that and getting something out into the listener's hands. This is lit really poorly, started too. It's like someone's just holding a flashlight <laughs> under his face. October, last, no, November of last year. And it was great because I was able to connect with the fans uh, on a bunch of different levels. Um, and also, I was able to arrest any of the uh, nonsense that's being spread around Rob. about Megadeth or any of the band Rob. members or me or... Uh, the nonsense Rob. being like verbatim quotes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did he actually have ICE arrest the people <laughs> that stuff was <laughs> saying? And Metallica, you know, I have a chance every weekend but, to talk know, to the fans and them listen to this, the music. This Dave has Alzheimer's narrative would totally play into if he's getting angry at people for quoting him, maybe he legit doesn't remember saying these things because <laughs> yeah. he's got Alzheimer's. Imagine if that's all this is. That's a great point. See, wow. uh, I want to point out it's pronounced Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. <laughs> <laughs> listen to me talk, and and you know they they I don't believe think that I'm there just to convince them that I'm a nice guy. I think they're listening to music and deciding for themselves. And plus, being in the chat room with them, they love that. And it's a really talking about being a DJ on Gimme Radio. By the, by the way. way, the chat room is just his uh, PR people in there <laughs> it's, talking to it's him. all his yeah, management team pretending to be. <laughs> all right, you're gonna be Joe. You're Nancy, and you're Fred. <laughs> go, let's go, team assemble. <laughs> I think a, a, a pure. Form of, of listening to great music and hearing great stories to go along with it. Advice to his if younger self. If I could self. go back and tell myself, I was forty-seven. Uh, <laughs> some advice about my career. Um, I, I You're like fifty-five. There's several different things I would I would don't probably do. Metallica. I would probably say, don't listen to people that you don't trust. And uh, don't trust people that you don't know. The Vegas you don't listen to. And yeah. don't waste any time getting to know anybody that isn't going to matter in your life. Because, you know, life is like a series going down the freeway and, and you meet people, they're like mile markers. Every once in a while you'll see a sign that's an exit sign that's important. But the signs that really matter to you are the, the signs that say where you're going. I love that his advice to himself isn't like anything to make himself better. It's just like, you're great. You're fine. Yeah. But all Everybody the shitty else. people around you, just get rid of them. You're stay, golden. Stay away from the people who helped you achieve your yeah. Uh, greatness. Yeah. Life is like a highway. I want to <laughs> drive it all night long. <laughs> Someone write that down. It's good shit. It's gold. Put it in that folder with my 500 riffs. Um, sometimes you see an exit ramp, you get off, you make a right, there's a guy selling flowers right under the Belt Parkway, and then you stop and you get some flowers because you think they're cheaper, but they're really low quality, <laughs> give them to whoever you want to give them, they get mad at you, they don't talk to you, the point is don't ever get off the highway! <laughs> After you get the flowers, you get hungry, find a McDonald's, churros, yeah, a McDonald's that I totally eat at. I didn't make that up at all. Well, you'll see a sign that's an exit sign that's important. But the signs that really matter to you are the, the signs that say where you're going. Oh Which gosh, way to go so when you come to that fork in the road. This is his advice to his... Can, to me, I would imagine his younger son would be like, dude, what the fuck are you on? 
Give me some heroin. Yeah, some he's going to be like, I want some of that. Someone has a prank, like next, like their next tour date, like on the off-ramp on the highway, like to the venue. You should just have the sides that say, where are you going? <laughs> the only problem is that he won't remember that he said uh, yeah, that. Yeah, that's right, because yeah, of the so fucking Alzheimer's. Someone should should take one of those green highway signs and paint it so it says, don't trust that guy. <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! To the important people, the ones that are going to tell you where to go. I believe that in this world we come into three different sizes of minds. People that discuss ideas, people that discuss events, and people that discuss people. The real advice is uh, go back in time and tell your younger self, don't mix uh, lead paint chips with your heroin. (laughs) (laughs) That's what this leads to this. Jesus Christ. Rambling. I like to discuss ideas. I think that, you know, large minds discuss ideas, average minds discuss events, and small minds discuss people. Like so I love when we get together with our fans to just He be discusses able to people yeah. all the fucking yeah. time. It's, like, yeah. unreal. Unreal, the lack of self-awareness. Yeah. <sighs> they would think, wow, we, we talked about something. How cool is that? Amazing. Amazing. I love you, Dave Mustaine. Thank you for all the content, all the hashtag content. So funny. Unbelievable. All right. I know it's occasionally people will say, are you talking about Dave Mustaine again? Or what? I would never so tire much. of this. Yeah. yeah. He's a like, fountain. Yeah. yeah. We've been talking about it for like 10 years. Well, now we realize he has Alzheimer's. So that's why it's so great because he constantly contradicts himself and he doesn't remember it. I remember when I was in Burtsum. <laughs> oh, Dave, you just saw the movie Lords of Chaos. That wasn't you. There was a fat Jewish boy fat who Jew. played me. Fat Jew playing me. <laughs> um, there was some but, woman in there. I never touched her. By the way, I want to point out like one thing that really bothered me <laughs> is that there was, I will not say the website, but one website went with the headline, Varg from Burzum pissed that, quote, fat Jewish actor playing him. Okay. In Lords of Chaos movie, okay. Why it's did that like you? you're kind of validating what he's saying, uh-huh. you know, with the quote. I don't know. It uh, just maybe it pro- sounds to me like they didn't mean it that way, but it could be definitely construed. Right. right. I, I, I am not saying they meant right. it that way at all, but yeah. it's still like <laughs> it. it's giving it's a signal boost right. to his yeah. racism. Someone's going to see that and go, oh, awesome. Yeah. Like, how hilarious, you know, like got him. Got those Jews again. <laughs> Own the Jews. We, so that, anyway, let's get to some uh, some feedback. Got a lot of feedback after the 500th episode. Thank right. you, uh, as always, to everyone for sending in feedback. You could do so at any time during the week by emailing hate mail at metalinjection.net. Hate mail at metalinjection.net. Okay, hello, people from the live cast. My name is Dean. I am a Spaniard living in Oslo, Norway, not Minnesota. I've been listening to the podcast for a relatively short time. I started Halloween 2018, and I found the program looking for something to listen to at work besides music, as almost everyone. And I, I didn't like it too much at the beginning, but now is like a Stockholm Syndrome, <laughs> so I'm looking forward <laughs> to listening to you every week. What? All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. The, okay. the thing is, I have a metal podcast as well in Spanish, so no competition here. And even though we are still making amateur numbers, around 200 listeners per episode, which I'd say is pretty good, good. uh, we're pretty happy about it. We're about to celebrate one year since we started. So I'd like to know if you guys have any good good ideas about how we can celebrate our first anniversary. 
Thanks for making my work more more enjoyable and have a good one. Best regards, Dean. Um, can I chime in for well, I guess Please. I was gonna suggest doing the podcast for another fourteen years and doing a quinceanera, but I think <laughs> I'm mixing cultures. Yeah, yeah that's not that's Spa- Spaniards are Spaniards are uh, mayonnaise, white people. Yeah. They just speak But I have no ideas for you. <laughs> How about you go in Egg Varg's house? You can live close enough, right? Where does Varg live now, Rob? France. Yeah, it's, cl- it's close yeah. enough. Let's Oslo, France. Yeah. Just go to Egg Varg's house. <laughs> Done. I, want, I should actually clarify. The majority of Spaniards are white people. There are plenty of people of color that live in Spain. But it's so. Europe. Right. It is a European country. They just all have lisps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mm-hmm. Shoot. Yeah, I would say uh, try to get some some of your fans to like submit some stuff. Maybe. Oh my god, I have an idea. Eat holidays on the air. Oh my Don't god, die. Oh, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. What or eat you... lutefisk. Oh well, they might do that anyway. That might just be like a normal thing. Mm. What about if you get Robert Pazboni from Metal Injection to call into your show? Oh, Interview. Yeah. Book him. <laughs> Reach out to him. Yeah, I'm going to give my, uh, what's that voicemail website? <laughs> Cameo. Yeah. Thank you. Do it. No, no, no. Sure, I'd, I'd come on. Give your chatterbait. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a private account. <laughs> you got to pay for the premium Snapchat, guys. Well, that, oh. That's 200 opportunities. <laughs> I the look on Darren's We're on such a roll time. here. We had such a nice little flow going. You're the one that had to bring it to Chatterbait. It's become the new my wife. Like, Darren's, like, pretty much okay with that now. Like, when he, he no. doesn't, re- but you don't <laughs> react as, as I'm trying not visually. to get on. But with the guys, it's every time. Oh, it's just so viscerally repulsive. <laughs> it yeah. really is. Because at least the Borat, like, there was a time when you really right. enjoyed that. It, it was it funny. Is, yeah. It's just overdone. Yeah. But he <laughs> spunked those balls. <laughs> He's going to try so to force it repulsive. to be a thing. That's Force it. I, it's very much his, a thing. His forcing it, it to be a thing is the That's thing. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not actually funny no. at all. It's really not, Rob. It's really not. It's funny for some of us. Imagine, like, paying money to a woman to emit that nasal oh, shriek. It's a monthly subscription fee. I know. I know. People do it. I, I Listen, to get people pay to have their balls kicked in, too. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to pay for it. There's always going to be somebody. There's a market for it. It's part of the humiliation for someone. You're right. Maybe Cash that's plays. it. Like they want to humiliate themselves by forcing them to listen to an like a the sonic barrier being yeah. broken by a woman's <laughs> nasal uh, passages. They get off on wasting their money, <laughs> and even make a porn film. <laughs> All right. All right. We got another He's reaching one. pathetic levels. Now. <laughs> this one goes. Hang on. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ! <laughs> he, got, he surprised me there. <laughs> uh, he got you. He got you. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> All right. Okay, okay. It really does say, "Hey, guys." <laughs> we need Leroy to call in as Rebecca Moore. <laughs> uh, 
I love how like in the video when you got to Leroy, you could tell he knew. He knew that he didn't want to do it. You could see it written all over his face. It was just, no, none of them wanted to do it. It was just peer pressure. It's like, well, everyone else. All right. This one, it really just... Just, just on, I can't, I can't get, see. get it to the body I, of the. Uh, I can't see because my eyes please, are so Please. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys. Congrats on making it to 500 episodes. I've been <laughs> listening since episode 233. Wow. <laughs> when you guys had Paolo Gregaletto on. I remember that Sid tried to convince him to change his name to Greg Pauletto. <laughs> I guess that didn't work. And I've been hooked ever since. Thanks for the countless hours of entertainment. The live cast is the funniest podcast of them all, but the laughs just don't feel the same. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Thank you. That is that is from TM. He did. Not one of the, uh, I think there's a few more. It was several <laughs> good things, a couple of bad ones. Oh, was did that they get criticized? Yeah, there was one guy that uh, said that he. Oh, it was on metal injection though. Oh, He's, like a comment. Yeah. He said that he uh, tuned in to hear Trevor, and it turned out to just be hours and hours of fake band names oh, that dragged on and on forever. <laughs> oh, like, that was one of the shortest ones we've done. Uh, Rob asks, do your podcast memes or quotes ever blur into your real lives? For example, yes. yes. All the times. For example, every time I hear the word humble being spoken (laughs) at home or at work, I always want to shout, humble! All backed up from you winding up to say that. (laughs) I had a chic accent. I never do it because of crippling social anxiety, but it's always at the front of my mind. Absolutely. Like everything. I mean, just in the last few weeks, just, hey, guys. (laughs) Rob just went into the Whole Foods and got hoy goys. (laughs) I've I've also just been like, anytime I've been annoyed, just be going, no. Like you're getting reamed in the butthole by a paid uh, monthly subscriber. <laughs> Sign up to my OnlyFans. So pleasant. I can't De- imagine. Definitely, uh, I I find myself going, no good motherfucker. Yeah. All the time. All yes. the time. Really the Iron Cheek, mostly. <laughs> Who are you? Piece I say a lot. Who are you? Yeah. yeah. I say, actually, when someone says goodbye to me, I have the instinct to go, <laughs> goodbye. Yeah. Hey, also, goodbye. The other day, uh, Slayer came on, yeah. and it was South of Heaven, and like oh, I absolutely. just can't hear anything else besides South of Trenton, the like, other especially the parodies. One I do is anything that rhymes with Havana. I found myself inserting huh. that that riff. That, uh, <laughs> Guantana. Guantana. <laughs> she so has so much conviction. Mm-hmm. Sort of like Edward oh, earlier. Yeah, they, that should be like the his band run- at his like ceremony oh, or whatever. God. She should and, just uh, be his running mate. Leroy also incorporates the meme. He even wrote a song where he said, <laughs> "I have uh, some drops here. These are actually not new, but they're they were they're backlogged." Oh yeah, Let's do which it. Spanky the Hippo gave me a while ago, and I never oh. played. So, you know what's bullshit? I'll say Mangan. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> what accent am I doing there? Uh, wait, you really quickly, or? really quickly. That bring that relates to what James emailed. James writes, Joseph Mengel, the Mengele. famed Mengele. Oh, Meng- Joseph Mengele. Mengele, 
the famed Angel of Death, while hiding out in Paraguay, took on the name Jose Mengele. As soon as I heard that, all I could hear in my head was, Jose Mengele is a piece of shit. <laughs> Along with other Jose-related Rob Drops. I don't know. I don't understand how that relates to the live cast, but okay. Well, yeah, of course it does. Uh, that's yeah. not a very good oh. fake name, by the way. Jose yeah. Mengele? I mean, well, he wasn't very creative. Joseph seems like the one you yeah. don't have to hide as much. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. All right. What other drops? Right. There's some of, a few of me here. I work at the DMV of metal. <laughs> okay. Replace the bong water with your ass pus. <laughs> this prostate rub ain't half bad. <laughs> we had the Leroy one. Uh, here's one that just says Noah. I forgot what this even is. If plants are so smart, how come they keep dying? <laughs> oh right, that's when you were saying that plants have a conscience, and why do I eat? Right. And here's the. Sh this is called Shlomo Overload, mm. which is the four. I played this earlier, but we'll give it its why own not? own space here. Forty-three seconds. So pretty. Pause this and just see. You know what I think this sounds like? Did you ever see two thousand and one, The Space Odyssey? At the end, when he goes through the monolith and they yes. have that chorus of, of voices singing, creepily. Sounds like in Dave Mustaine's head. At all times. Ninety seconds. Oh. It's all one clip. Yes, one yes. clip. It's one clip, but it's four, four clips, clips of him played at the same time. Wow. This, I think, is what I'm looking for. Let me play this. at the end of that movie? Yes. It, do you think that was Shlomo? <laughs> Is that what this means? Well, you only saw it having one ear. <laughs> there <Wow>. you go. <laughs> oh, my God. Shlomo is the star child. <laughs> oh, well, he moved on to bigger and better things than us. Yeah. Dane just posted this Shlomo drop in the chat. By the way, State of the Union is going on right now. Uh, Jennifer's giving me inc updates inc on inc it. But not inconspicuous. What? what? Inconspicuous. Inconspicuous. I thought he said licorice at first. <laughs> Are there any uh, State of the Union updates any from, from your wife? Well, she only just said one thing so far. I forgot what a big circle jerk the State of the Union is. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> And then I said, what's going on? So I'm waiting for... Uh, I see. Any any other drops? Uh, I think that's it. Okay. Darren, did you know you were on Raw last night? WWE Monday Night Raw? I was what? on Raw? Yeah. 
You were in a segment with Kurt Angle. Oh, no. Is this someone who looks like me or something? No, take a listen. But lately, the three I's have turned into the three D's. <laughs> Doubt, defeat, and I hate to say depression. So I didn't see Roa, but like, what is, uh, what's going on with him? Is he like a oh, he heel was, now? He was about to retire, and then Baron Corbin Bubba uh, <laughs> interrupted, and they had a tag match. So, ugh. Baron Corbin. This is why I always laugh when people are saying like, "Wow, WWE has so much talent; they don't even have any room for all this talent they have." But you're putting on Baron Corbin, Titus O'Neil every fucking week, like Carmella. He's, he hasn't been on in a while. He was on. Uh, he was in the Royal Rumble. It's bad enough. Yeah, I agree. Here are some more drops from Dane. It's really a lot of effort to come into my apartment and jerk off. <laughs> Sid, can you Photoshop Natasha Nice's pussy lips onto Sean's face? <laughs> All right, do it. Someone, I'm still waiting. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> thank R. you R. for listening. Episode five hundred one. And uh, go back and listen to last week's last week's episode if you haven't. A great game of death or no death. And uh, we will be back next week with a brand new episode. Hope you can tune in and uh, follow us on social media all week. We post stuff every day. MI Livecast on Twitter. Uh, we're also on Facebook. Just search for Mental Injection Livecast. We will see you next week. <laughs>
Why do people hate you? Because of you. The greatest lie he's ever told was convincing people he doesn't exist. And, and I, you know, you see people, they think that he's a red, he's got a goatee and a ponytail. And stuff like that. He doesn't. He's very beautiful. Some guilt? Uh, yes, I do. Sweating blood! 